from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Who's ready for some football? Okay, we've been talking about this all morning. This is uh, the Roz and Mocha Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza between Maury and Mocha, where there will be, as we said, Four categories, four different prop bets that you guys can bet on. Yes. Uh, there will be a consequence for each for the loser of okay. each one. Maury. Now, <laughs> to, fi- to make this fair, because there's four, uh-huh. in order to decide who gets to sort of choose first yes. for the first one, we will flip a coin. Sick. Just okay? like in the game. Just like in the game. So I'm going to flick the coin. Yeah. Uh, you know what we say something? Damn it, Maury. I will let you call it. Heads or tails and go. Tails. It is heads. 100%. Ah! <laughs> so, Mocha, you get to so pick. you lost already. You get to pick first on this one. By Mocha. the way, uh, Eagles and Chiefs. Yes. On Sunday. Eagles and Chiefs. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. I just learned that for the first wow. time. Uh, Mocha. Will Chris Stapleton sing the national anthem in under two minutes? No. No? Absolutely not. You think he's going to go over two minutes? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so, Mm -hmm. Shami, you want to keep track of this? Yep, I'll make one. So, Mocha says over. Damn it, Maury. That means... No, I say under. You have to say under. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, for this one, the loser... Uh-huh. Will eat three sardines with a strip of toothpaste on top of each. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's so gross. Oh. Maury, you get to pick first on this one. Oh. Damn it, Maury. Who will win the coin toss? Okay. Between who? The Should Eagles it? and Bro, the Chiefs. I said like 40 seconds ago. Okay, who's so playing? I'm going to say that the Eagles will win the coin toss. Okay. So Shem, mark that down. Maury has Eagles. Mocha will then take Chiefs. Okay. Uh, for this one, the uh-huh. loser, we call this one Limburger Bubblegum. The loser must chew a Limburger cheese stuffed bubblegum for one minute. If you fail, swallow or spit it out, you will start over with a brand new piece. Sorry, say that slower. A what, what, in a what? Limburger bubblegum. Limburger cheese has been described by some as eating foot. Really? So so hold on, cheese with bubblegum? So it's Limburger stuffed bubblegum. You will chew for one minute, and again, if you fail... Swallow or and spit it out. And this is for the coin toss. You will start over. That is oh, for the coin and toss. And I have the cheese. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, don't let me down, bro. Okay. Will Rihanna, Mocha, this goes to you. Yes. Will Rihanna bring out a special guest? Oh. Yes. Mocha says yes. I Damn say it. no. Damn it, Maureen. Well, you, you have you to say, say no. no. Yeah. I say yes. The loser in this one receives a baby willy, which is a wet willy, but only administered with a rubber glove and baby oil. 
Minim- <laughs> Into your ear? Minim- <laughs> minimum ear swirl time of 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh, man. Rihanna, don't let me down. <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury. You will get to pick uh, for the last one here, which is uh, who will win the game, Maury? Okay, so it's between the Chiefs and... Take a guess. I'm going to say that the winner will be the Chiefs. Okay. Maury takes oh, the Chiefs. Oh, who are they playing against? Because that's the only one I remember. Okay. <laughs> Mocha. Mocha will have the uh, the Eagles. Uh, Philly, don't let me down. Uh, the loser on this one, we're calling this Super Bowl Super Squat. The loser must squat the winner. A full squat. Wait, do, how do you? <laughs> we God. will let you guys determine what the best sort of course of action or positioning, whether you want to put the guy on your shoulders, you want to hold him like a giant baby, I gotta, whatever oh, you want to do. Our oh, shoulder, no. too. Oh, no. I got a sore shoulder. Oh, no. Oh, 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 come on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm just thinking about what I would do Yeah. if I had to squat damn Maury. What if we put him in like a baby Bjorn? <laughs> and, he was, <laughs> and he was on your chest. I don't need a sore back either. Oh, that's um, so funny. I'll figure it out. You'll don't figure worry. figure it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, there we have it. <laughs> um, Super Bowl on Sunday. Again, uh... Uh, who will uh, will Chris uh, Stapleton sing uh, the national anthem in over two minutes? The uh, loser will eat three sardines with a strip of toothpaste on top of each. Who will win the coin toss? The loser will uh, enjoy Limburger bubblegum, which is a uh, Limburger stuffed bubblegum. Oh, and uh, you must chew that for at least one minute. Uh, will Rihanna bring out a special guest? The loser on this one receives a uh, baby willy, which is a wet <laughs> willy <laughs> administered with a rubber glove and baby oil. Minimum swirl time of 15 seconds and then five. Finally, the Super Bowl super squat for the winner of the game. The loser must squat the winner. Full squat. I have a question about the baby thing. Nope. What, what, <laughs> is it like fast no, squirrels no, in both ears? No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll get to that on Monday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, geez, man. Did anybody have a worse night at the Grammys than Ben Affleck last night? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That was just the look of anyone that is going to their partner's work, work party. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. He didn't want to be there. No. Mike. You, you would have rather been at home watching. What a meme machine that guy is, though. Yeah. Like, he shows up and, like, he was... I've never seen somebody look more miserable. And it wasn't even when he was sitting. There's one clip where they're all up <laughs> dancing. Oh, and everybody in the oh, room is having such a good time. Singing, <laughs> dancing, clapping. <laughs> and that man has, like, zero movement in oh, his body or nothing, face. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been a statue. He did that. He's so tall, too. I know. Right? Like, it's hard just... not to notice. But you have to know, when you are Ben Affleck, Right, oh. and you're at the Grammys with Jennifer Lopez. Bro. Assume you're on camera at all. She times. was sitting on his lap too. At all times, right? you were Just on camera. Pretend that yeah. you're having fun. Yeah, there's and there's that one part too where like I guess they were throwing a break or something like that, and Trevor Noah was saying something, and then he went in to whisper something in her ear, like kiss her on the back of the head or something like that, and she like slapped him in the chest yeah. and like <laughs> chest Yo, he him pro- he over probably, something. He probably leaned in and was like, oh, "I'm gonna get out of here. I'll see you at home." There's, if you get the <laughs> chance to, there's one point where he has a miserable look on his face, and then it looks like she says smile, and he does. <laughs> 
has the weakest <laughs> smile like anybody has ever done yeah, before. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there, man. Yeah, that, and then I saw another clip of, uh, of Jay-Z <laughs> trying to offer Beyonce a drink or something. And she was just like politely said no thanks. And he was right. like, and the look on his face, he was like, mm, all right. Okay. And he had to put the drink back down. Oh, man, people were going in on him. Him and Ben Affleck. Oh. Poor Ben. Yeah. He just did they, like I've never seen the somebody husbands. look more miserable. I've never <laughs> seen somebody look more miserable. Yeah. Like and I and I get it. Like I do. I really do. I I get it. But what is the choice? Like when when you're married to J Lo and you're at the Grammys and she gets up and dances, right? You can't sit. No. Like he can't stay seated, Mm-mm. right? And. You can't, you can't, because it's not like they were in, like, it's not like they were in row seating, like they were at little tables. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it looks weird if you are still sitting when everybody else around you. When your you, wife is standing? No, but you when, can't. especially when everybody else around you is standing and having a good time. Listen, when your wife stands, you have to stand, mm-hmm. right? And what's, what do you think would be worse for Ben? Like the, the, con- I know what the conversation in his head is like, he's like, I can stand and not move, and that's going to look one way. Not great. Or I can stand and try and dance. Yeah. Right? And no. Still, no. Still no. Fun of. Right? No. 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 And still get you made know, fun the, of. The internet still would have gone in on it. But would I rather people go in on me for looking miserable, or do I want to see myself dancing on the internet <laughs> until the day I die? He should have filmed. You should have filmed her. You're right. That's no, you should have sat yeah. down and just did this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supportive husband. Supportive husband. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sudbury, Ontario. Very, very proud today. Yeah. How did a non famous grandmother from Sudbury steal the Grammys last night? That's crazy to me. <laughs> She's like a Harry Styles super fan, right? Raina? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what happened? Like her family sent out a video. Is that what? Is that how all they this did, stuff started? They saw her on TikTok. And last night they had like a round table of fans discussing each nominee for the album of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and she was the one that stood out the most. Oh. I love Bad Bunny also, but guess where he was last night? At Harry Styles' concert. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Rena, and Harry's House by Harry Styles is the album of the year. <laughs> so my 78-year-old grandmother happens to be Harry Styles' number one fan, so we are flying to see him in concert. So Let me tell you why I like Harry Styles. Aside from being good-looking, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I love anything about him. I like his outlook, his songs, and with Harry, he has that thing that draws people to him. If the Grammys did their job, he's getting that award. Wow. She wind up on stage then. So, so like, then at the end of the show, Trevor Noah was like, he brought all of the fans from the round table up. Oh, and then when he opened okay. the envelope, he saw who was going to win and he went over to her going, you say it. Oh yeah, my because God. she's the big super fan. And the wow. Grammy goes to, you can read it. Harry Styles! Like a huge hug from like he was. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, so Damon Mori caught up with Grandma Reina from Sudbury, Ontario.
to find out what it was like after uh, presenting Harry Styles with the award. Okay, so at the very end of the show, you got to present <laughs> Harry with his award for Album of the Year. You said yeah. his name. He came up on stage and gave you a big hug. Yeah. What was that moment oh, like? Well, like, I can't even explain this. I can't even explain it. My knees were weak. I said, that's it. I can't do it anymore. I was scared I would drop the, the award because it was heavy. And I just, it was just like a, a dream. Like, it was just like, and he is such a nice person. He is like exactly everything that I thought that he was. And I gave him the award and he thanked me. And it was just unbelievable. Did it's, he whisper so anything weird. into your ear? Did he say yes, anything he did. to you? Like he, he said thank you very yes he said thank you very very much and he <laughs> like he he did but previously when he won the first award uh, he he stopped by our where we were sitting and he said oh and he pointed at me and he came over and he gave me a kiss on both my cheeks and uh, it, it was it was just awesome wow <laughs> she got quite the treatment huh he kissed you okay. on the cheeks you need to describe yep. what a kiss on the cheek from Harry Styles feels How like. can I explain that? It's like <laughs> yes. you died and went to heaven is what I can say. Describe the kiss. Was it like, did he, does he have soft lips? No, no. Very friendly gentleman kiss just just from a nice person. It was a, it was like a, it was unreal. Now, when he came and hugged you on stage, because I know a lot of mm-hmm. Harry Style fans would want to know this. Does he hug okay. tightly? What does he smell oh, like? Was, was he sweaty? Like I don't know if he was sweaty, and I, I, I really, he didn't, he didn't squeeze, squeeze. It was a gentleman. He's a gentleman, and that's what I like about him. He gave me a nice hug, and uh, no, he wasn't sweaty. By the way, this is uh, the Raina. grandmother, Raina, who was on the Grammy stage last night, presenting Harry Styles with his uh, Album of the Year award. And she was sitting at the round table, and when they were asking each one of them who they're a fan of, why they're the biggest fan, it was her. We just got a text, by the way. She's from Sudbury. Yeah. On the Razamoka text line here. Sudbury represent. Yeah. Not often I hear my hometown on the radio. Uh, This is Damon Mori talking to Randy. Is there anything you'd want to say to Harry Styles after experiencing this with him tonight? I want to tell him that I always knew that he would win in my heart. I want to tell him what a great person that he is, what a great songwriter that he is. He deserves every accolade that he gets. Like this, uh, he's here for a long, long time. My my great grandkids will be probably listening to him. <laughs> what is your favorite Harry Styles song? As it was, uh, that's the one that because it's such a catchy tune. So if I'm having a bad day. Put Harry, Alexa, put Harry Styles on, and that gets me going. And that's, uh, as it was, is the one that I sing to get out of the slump. Can you sing one line of As It Was for me? You know it's not the same as it was, as it was, as it was. Man, this lady is going to be like all smiles for weeks on weeks on weeks. That is uh, Grandma Raina. From Sudbury, Ontario, biggest Harry Styles fan was at the Grammys last night. <sighs> what a moment. My right? God. Shared a couple of moments yeah. with Harry Styles and even got to present him with his Album of the Year award. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got you, Manuela. Hey, you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. First word, Roz, is black. White. Your second word is over. Under. Your third word is accept. Receive. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you say? 
decline. Oh, I. Oh God. Let's go through the uh, the last two here. Your fourth word is chew. Gum. So Manuela said foot because foot yeah, because I think I think she thought that I said shoe. But I said yes. shoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand why, Manuela, you would think I said shoe and not chew. Because that's how your mother says it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Heidi's mom, right? Shoe your food. Right? Shoe your food. Roz, your fifth word is ranch. Dressing. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. damn. So, Manuela. Uh, thank Damn. you very much for playing Matchy Matchy. Sorry you didn't win. That's okay. All right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, before we get to the Raza Mocha Mix with DJ Climax, let you know that Monday's jackpot is now $6,000. What if we roll all the way to the to the full 10 without getting a winner? Well, then whoever the contestants are, play for 10 grand. Oh yep. my god, I okay. can't believe we haven't had a winner yet. Uh text win plus your name to 925555 not pointing fingers, but so far you Roz have uh, not matched the most. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, three times this week. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, let's that's what why, I mean. Why do why do we need to count? <laughs> right, let's go to our feet. Let's not bring numbers into this. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We have the Ronza Mocha Show. He's Ronz. I'm Mocha. Jim Mori is here. Shem is here. Yo. What's going on? Why are you rubbing your head like that, Shem? Uh, I just got a lot of grease. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Why? Super shiny, man. Well, I'm rocking grease. I'm rocking like a bald look now, and this yeah. sort of my thing. And you got to put grease in your hair to moisturize your scalp, right? So and I just put in way co- too much. Cocoa butter? No, no, no. Like literal, like, uh, like hair, hair grease and then a spray. But you're bald. Yeah, but you still got to moisturize your scalp. Otherwise, hair? you get dry. But you put hair grease on? Yeah. With and no hair. And spray? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just to moisturize it. Oh. What's, what's the spray? Um, It's a cocoa oil. Cocoa, um, uh, oh, God, I don't have it, obviously. But yeah, it's a cocoa oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Coconut oil. That's what I wanted to say. Sorry. I wonder if you put your phone, like if you put the flashlight on your phone and pointed at your head, if you would blind us. You know what I mean? It's possible. You want to see? Because you're shiny today. Yeah, I think we're all a little shiny, shiny today. Is that like, why you smell so good today? Is it from the oil? Oh, yeah. Look oh, at yeah, that. Look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hold, hold it back a little farther. No, 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 no. Like, 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 it's stick, stick. Yeah, put it on the front. But, oh. but, but. Like this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I got the left side. Terrible, yeah, man. You got a triple beam yeah. shot right there. <laughs> uh, I, think we're, I think we're all a little shiny today. Yeah. Maury's looking greasy, too. I haven't slept yet. No. Is that why you're so greasy? Yeah, but my beard's trimmed, so that's good. Yeah, but yeah, your forehead's greasy too. Uh, don't worry, I'm greasy too. Yeah, but I put uh, ointment on. What kind of ointment are you using? Like a what serum. What is it you guys and all your potions? Well, when you, you you should know. When you get to an older age, you got to moisturize the skin. <laughs> So how many how many um, oils? I almost said juice. How many oils did you put on your forehead today? Three. 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 Just on your forehead? Yeah. Like you just go eyebrows up? That's yeah. all like you really, huh? My T zone. That's what they call it. What is it called? Your T zone. What does that so mean? you mean your forehead and your nose? Your forehead and down your nose. Oh. So it was the first um what about moisturizer them? that you used. a lavender serum. Yeah. And then and then a thicker serum. <laughs> Okay, that's what it's just called, thicker serum, <laughs> and then a thick cream, and then oh, a cream. Well, Hold you, on, so two serums and a cream? Yeah, 
Damn, bro. Jeez. <laughs> now, do you wash those off or like, what do you like? Do you put one on and then wash it off and another one on and wash it no, off? No, you another put it on, on, you leave it for like thirty seconds. You put another one and then you put. The you, so you're on just caking stuff on your face Layering like is what that. They say. Layering. Yeah. Right, and but you go. You don't do like your cheeks or anything, like under your eyes. Yeah, but I focus more on my forehead. It dries up quicker. Really, huh? Why is yeah. your forehead so dry? I don't know. Like, sometimes oh. I get flakes Is it because Matthew eyebrows? just jams the back of your head into the pillow when you're sleeping to try and kill you? <laughs> it's from almost suffocation? Not working. <laughs> it's almost over. It's almost over. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. My sister, Laura, gave my dad a calendar where every day is a new dad joke. Okay. And my dad loves this calendar. Okay. And these are the jokes that are very much up damn it Maury's alley as well, which is why my dad enjoys when Maury tells jokes. Absolutely. Aww, that means a lot. So my sister was, my sister Lisa was recording my dad sitting at the dinner table while everyone's trying to eat dinner and he's just going through the pages. <laughs> yeah. And he starts reading jokes. Right? Is he reading ahead? He's, he can't uh, do that. I know. He's That's so excited. Yeah. I don't know if he was reading ahead or maybe he went back Catching a couple up. of days okay, and, I got and you. getting I got caught you. up, right? I got you. Yeah. And then my mom is just like not impressed okay. whatsoever. Okay. Okay? Yeah. What did one wall say to the other? I don't know what. I'll meet you at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a joke. <laughs> where do fruits go on vacation? I don't know where. Paris. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Paris, yeah, like Paris. <laughs> I get that one. I have a feeling. Um, Mori, did Mori get a book like that? <laughs> <laughs> My mom has like no time. She's like, that doesn't make sense. Can I please hang out with your dad to do these jokes? <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys should go on, like, a fishing trip together or something like oh, that. Oh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha. All right. Hey. It's time for Name That Quarantine. Hey, yeah. Roz and Mocha original game. Name That Quarantine. Uh, welcome it. to it. This is uh, very simple. <laughs> it's uh, Damn It Mori versus Damn It Mocha. <laughs> Damn It Mocha. <laughs> Did you mean to do that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's Damn It Mori versus Damn It Mocha. Um, they will only be given the very first line of a very popular song. And uh, they have to buzz in and give us a song title and the artist. And again, the theme for this round of Name That Quarantine is songs that are turning 30 and 23. So these are all songs from 1993, wow. 30 years ago, the year I graduated high school. Wow. <laughs> Shut up, Maury. <laughs> and and this is a this was a year, 93, sort of all over the place. A lot okay. of like a lot of big songs, yeah. but kind of a mess, to be honest with you. Uh, so before we get into this, Mocha, can we hear your buzzer? Maury. Mocha? Maury. Okay, uh, hit me with number four, please, Mocha. <laughs> Mocha. That is Snow Informer. I, Correct. What? I, I sang in first. No, you, no, you did didn't. Not. No, you did not. You also got a buzz in. That's you got a buzz in. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Informer Snow. Uh, 
let's go with uh, 11, please. Oh, yeah. Damn it, Maury, go ahead. Ace of base, the sign. Incorrect. Uh, Mocha for the steal. Hold on. That's not the answer? No. She leaves alone in the... Oh, I saw the sign. No, still wrong. <laughs> That's exactly what Maury just said. Okay, hold on. Can we just break the... Is it Ace of Base? Hold it on. is Ace of Base, all that she wants. Oh, oh, that's right, because they both sound so similar. Actually, they don't. All that she, she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow. All that she all wants right. is another baby. All right. Yeah. Damn it. Um, uh, 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 Mocha, <laughs> give me uh, 14, please. Mocha. Oh, what is that? That is, uh, that is Tootsie Roll by. Oh my God, I'm saying Tootsie Roll. Uh, let me see that Tootsie Bow. Um, that is. Oh. Don't come to Maury for the steal. Maury for the steal. No, I, have, I don't know. I've never heard that before in my life. All right, Mocha, play it. You'll get it as soon as you play it. Oh, what? Yes. Whoop, there it is. So it's not the zero. No, 95 South. What? Yes. Smoker was wrong? Yes. Hold on a second. Uh, yes. This is a this game. Is a oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've got it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 95 South. Okay. Okay, wow. Uh, score so far, Shem? Uh, one nothing. Mocha. Still, hanging on to heavy. that lead. Uh, 16, please, Mocha. Back up now and give a brother home. Uh, what? Show back up now and give a brother home. Maury? Maury buzzed in. No idea. I, I was uh, just going to say, I wanted to say who I think is singing it. Mocha. Is that um, Will Smith? Uh, come shake the room. Boom, boom, come shake the room. Boom, boom, come shake the room. I was going to say Ice T. That's Will Smith. Boom, shake the room. Boom, okay, boom, can't give it to you. Why? Uh, okay. No. Okay, say it. Okay, w what is it? Boom, shake the room. By? Will Smith. Incorrect. Nope. It's, what? Sorry, it's Boom, shake the room by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, come on, guys. I told you. I told you 93 is a messy year. Like, everything is flipped on its ass, man. Come on, guys. Okay. Mocha, he okay. got the right singer. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, number three, please, Mocha. Number three. Like, don't get the point for that. Number three. Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. Correct. Even though I rang in first. You, you did not, not ring, in, ring first. in first, Maury. You did not ring in first. That was definitely Mocha. Uh, okay, uh, number one, please. Uh, Mocha. That is I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Yes, sir. Uh, score, Shem? Three-nothing Mocha. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. record. Oh. You want to just give up, Mark? Oh, oh. Uh, number six, please, Mocha. Damn it. Go ahead. Maury. Two princes and, um, uh, for you. That's what I want now. Five, four, three, oh, man. Two, two, one. one. Mocha for the steal. <gasps> I don't know. <gasps> I know the song. Okay. I know the song. It's, uh, it's, it's two, two princes by Spin Doctor. Oh, yeah. Just go ahead now if you 
Okay, yeah. One more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Uh, let's do uh, number seven, please. Here, have a dollar. If that uh, not mocha. Man, here, uh, have two. That is Mr. Wendell by Arrested Development. Yes. yes. Oh, what is that? Yes. You don't remember. Yes. Bro, you know this song. Bro, this song is so good. We've played it on the show. I talk about it before. Mr. Wendell. Wow. Yes. Final Mr. Score. Wendell. Mr. Wendell. Such a good track. Four to nothing oh, for Mocha. Oh, come on. Uh, play Name That Quarantine. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. New Magic Mike movie is out on Friday. Oh, I see it. Oh, man. Oh, it is insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Don't insane. get me wrong. I loved the first Magic Mike movie. I've seen it. Really? Mm-mm. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Like it's what? really good. Matthew McConaughey is so crazy yeah, good I've in seen the first like Magic Mike. Of it. How have you not seen the first Magic Mike? Like I don't even know how you'd not stumble upon it. It's the same tone as. Um, did you ever see? What's another Soderbergh movie that's really great um, with J Lo? Out of sight. Probably where it's J Lo, Michael Keaton, and oh yeah, George I remember Clooney, that one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that it's the same sort of tone as okay. as that. Like Magic Mike, the first one is not like a sticky stuff too, right? Yeah, like but it's not like a sticky sort of like corny you know stripper movie. Like it is a stripper movie, but, but it's, it's a like, serious. It, it's really movie. Okay. good. No, I've like, seen the first one like, is amazing. Bits and pieces. Yeah, I know uh, Joe Mangliano's in it. Yeah, looking jacked. And yeah. um, what's my boy uh, Kevin Nash? Yeah. Diesel from the WWE. Yeah, he's in it. And right? Matt Bomer's in it. Yeah, and uh, and it was really Matthew McConaughey's movie, though. Mm-hmm. But this like, new one, sure. the story is really, like, it's a good story. Yeah, because the, they lost story. their way with the second one. Did they? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't um, great. So, um, what's-his-name-is-back with what's-her-name? Channing what's Tatum and Jen Selma Hayek. And Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek's great, too. Right? Channing yeah. Tatum in black underwear? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who wouldn't look good in black underwear, morning? Like I, like you shouldn't wear white underwear. Like really? black underwear is sexier. Why not white? I I find white underwear is like, I don't. It's just to me. It just I can't say it. it reminds it you reminds of what? Me of my dad. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, big up Frank yeah. Sherman. <laughs> All right. right. He wears white. He wears white. But them things work, son. My, my God. <laughs> so I can't look at white underwear. No. Does Matthew not wear white underwear at no, all? No. No. I won't allow it. You won't allow it. God damn. Could you imagine? <laughs> if I tried to dictate what underpants <laughs> Catherine wore. Know. You know what I mean? Like you're not allowed to wear that. You're not allowed to. wear like oh my god! <laughs> like to even have that conversation, I would not allow that. Uh, no. So, uh, Magic Mike's last dance in theaters on Friday. Why are you in London? I'm gonna put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're gonna wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Hell yeah. Without further ado, I give you the visionary artist Magic Mike. So David Mori enjoyed the movie. Oh. Uh, David Mori took a date, by the way, to the premiere. Oh. His 93-year-old grandmother. Oh, man. So it's David Mori sitting <laughs> next to Granny in the theater, immediately following the screening of 
Magic Mike's yep. Last Dance. Dammit Maury asked his 93-year-old granny what she thought of the movie. Okay, granny, we just saw Magic Mike Last Dance. Tell everyone, how was that? Oh, I thought it was great. And uh, I just thought it was really great. You know, they were doing sort of break dancing. Boy, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't move this way, but I couldn't do all of the other things they were doing. I loved it, you know, when they took off their T-shirts. <laughs> they were wearing those uh, T-shirts, and they were nice-looking, you know, nice-looking men. But once they took off their T-shirts, oh, boy, all the <laughs> muscles and everything. That was really something. I don't know where they found so many people with all those muscles. But it was really good, and they were good dancers. I thought that was great, and all these, um, they, they were sort of, I think the bodies were oiled or something, because they were uh, really shiny, and, um, you know, when it was raining there, I, I didn't know what the purpose was of that, but when they were all wet, you know, and all that, boy, that was really sexy, you know. I thought they did a good job of that course they they didn't have to uh, coach him very much because i think he's just sexy all by himself i want to see that movie again i really enjoyed it are they doing it again now are they playing it again i'm gonna i'm gonna go and see if they they're doing it again because i could i can see that right now you're gonna go now yeah i'm gonna go right now and find out Okay. Granny wants to go again. She's going into the theater. She wants to see it again. <laughs> Can we start the movie again? So, his <laughs> 93-year-old grandma really enjoyed Magic Mike's Last Dance. Granny is so authentically 93 that she almost sounds like a parody. Like, she almost sounds like a 30-year-old doing an impression of a 93-year-old. Like, she's so authentically 93 that... <laughs> oh, Magic Mike's Last Dance in theaters on Friday. Friday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Timothy, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. It's been almost three full years wow. since we yeah. talked to you. So we're going to need to uh, give quite the recap on your story and the last time you joined us. So uh, you, you got friend zone three years ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So you wrote us this. Uh, I know a girl from some time now. However, I've been friend zone. We didn't really talk or know much about each other until three summers ago when we met in Hong Kong. Uh, we went out a couple of times. We we're both the shy type. I confessed with a visual drawing, but got rejected. Friends have been telling me to move on and don't talk to her. We've been communicating since on Facebook and Instagram. It's very hard to move on. Uh, and so I, I'm trying to remember back to that conversation. I think that normally the, the angle that Mocha and I take is that as soon as you get rejected, it's just time to move on, that there is no sort of going back or figuring out a different way or sticking around. Like, it's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit her. And if she said no, she said no, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Almost three years later, you're back on Razamoka's Fix My Life for a reason. What is the update? Last year, December 30th, I was able to move from being friends with her. Now I am her boyfriend. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So wait All a second. Right. So did you stay friends? Yep. Stay friends. Wow. And then you just waited it out? Yep. So what changed for her? Yeah. Like, at what point in your friendship 
did she say she wanted to give it a chance? Uh, well, she was going through a relationship, but um, I guess it didn't work out. And I guess she sees something in me in the future having a future with me so she decided to give me a now a when you're we, like you're like prince harry the spare <laughs> <laughs> now were you like still in her life when she was in a relationship with that other guy yep so are you the reason then that she broke up with the other guy um i hope not how long was she with this guy for uh same amount of years like two years uh, no, five. I would say five because five years five. and you stuck yeah. it out, huh? So were you the guy that she <sighs> came to when she was having problems with her boyfriend to like get advice or just to cry it out with? Mm, not really, but <laughs> last year we were just really close and then we started talking about like what she wants. Yeah. And somehow late in the summer last year, we started going out more and understand a little bit better with each other and then and then the guy came over for a bit and didn't work out and later on she just gave me a chance did you ever hang out with the two of them no i never okay. met the guy oh, okay wow. damn so man. wait a second so she had a she had a best friend you who was like a guy and she was with her boyfriend for five years and you guys never met yeah. That's weird, man. Did the other guy know about you, or were you a secret to him? Uh, he sure know about me, but I he actually followed me on Instagram, but yeah. I actually never followed him back. Yeah, he, he didn't follow you because he wanted to be friends, dude. <laughs> he followed you because he wants to kick your ass, <laughs> yeah. ass. Okay, so so now you are together. Is this a full-on romantic relationship? Yeah, I'm just still trying to be... Um, I think that she needs more time, I guess. Do you time guys, for what? Hold on. Do you guys see each other, Timothy? Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Yeah. Do, oh. do you guys kiss and stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on here. Timothy, it's sounding a whole lot like you're still in the friend zone, bro. She's like more like, I guess, still need a little bit more time to process. Oh, Timothy. But Timothy? Like been... Bro, you're single. <laughs> Timothy, you're, you're still in the friend zone. Wait, does she know that you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But y'all don't kiss. Well, we kiss, we kiss, we kiss, we kiss. But you like, kiss with just, tongue? <laughs> I think the the point is, like, she's still trying to be friends with the other guy, and I didn't really want mandate not to be friends with him. Oh, Timothy, so, you got it. We said this to you years ago, man. You got to walk away. You've now, you're now, how many years in Biding your time with this with this woman, are you? How many years? Maybe six years. By the time six the six years, Timothy. Timothy. This is not healthy for you, man. I don't know. Just more like be arrogant and persistent. She, you are. You're you're being taken advantage of in every single way. Really? Yes, you're the you're the old boot that makes her feel comfortable when she's feeling down. Sometimes I get that. Yes, and you're only you're only good to her when she's not with somebody else. She's taking advantage of you. You've been taking advantage of for six years, man. I don't want to think like that, but have you met each other's families? Um, I know her parents. Like we, like the couple the past couple of weeks, we didn't like hang out with. Like her parents been inviting me over for like dinner and stuff but does she introduce but, you to her parents as like do they know that you're her boyfriend no not yet yeah but See? like her parents 
Tim, sex, Tim, Tim, like we've been dating, uh, we're, we're dating. Tim, uh, Timothy, 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 Timothy. You can't, you can't, man. It's not healthy. This is not going to end well for you. You're six years in. And I think you know that as well, but you just don't want to give up because you've invested all this time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, man, Timothy, dog. The same. You have man. to. It, part of investing is is knowing that you know you're you're going to get ruined at the end of it, and there's a time to bail. There is no, you know, well, I'm 15 years in, I'm six years in, now I got to see it to the end when I have zero. No, you got to get out and rebuild. I'm gonna try to talk to her. Like, okay. Yeah, man. Month. Okay. We'll we'll talk to you in another two years, Timothy. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye, man. Oh, my heart. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello, this is Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Kirsten. What's up, Kirsten? Hi. I I just wanted to say, we've talked before. I uh, converted my best friend to your podcast, so she listens to it all the time because it's absolutely the best. Is this Kirsten, the uh, tattoo artist? Yeah, hi. Hey. Hey. I remember you. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So you converted your, your, you said your best friend? Yeah, friend. she's with me right now, Michelle. Hello. Yeah. Oh, hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. She messaged you about my birthday, and that's when you guys were on break. Oh, oh okay. Right, right, right. Um, so how long ago did you make the switch to Razamoka, Michelle? Um, oh, my God. November 2021? Like yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we were driving to, to get my dad's portrait tattooed yeah, on me. Yeah. yeah, that's when I started. Yeah. Um, and then, like, what did you used to listen to before? Oh, she listened to rock before you guys. Mm. Oh, okay. Just like playlists or like a radio station? Music to, to podcast. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what do you think so far? I just love listening to you guys just talk about so. Mm, same. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like great to like just like engage, like I guess, in the conversation in my head as I listen to you guys like talk about things so also one thing i want to say is i listen to you guys every time like i'm tattooing all day and sometimes it's like eight hours a day and i learn a lot of things too so i uh my boss uh travis i i tell him a lot of the things i learned so now he thinks everything that i know in uh my repertoire is from you guys (laughs) what was the last thing you learned from razamoka no oh my god the one thing we argue about the most is when you guys said when uh you you hold in a fart, eventually it comes out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We argue about it all the time. No, no, he looks it up. Like, we, yeah, no, it's a thing. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we are happy we could be of uh, some sort of education, I guess, to you, Kirsten. And uh, welcome to the Raws and Mocha Show family, Michelle. We will ask you, Michelle, as we ask everybody else, and as you've gone through listening to the podcast, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I'm going to go with Roz. Oh, okay. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) I appreciate it. And Kirsten, I know we've asked you before, but we will ask you once again, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Still going to say Roz. Say all good, all good. Two. I will take all the people who believe that you can you can um, burp a fart uh, on my on my side. No judgment, ladies. Thank you very much for listening to the Ron Zamoga Show. Thanks for calling in. We love you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What would you do if that uh, Chinese spy balloon was floating over your head? Would you dance for it? <laughs> 
Absolutely. What would not. you do? I'd stay inside, man. Yeah. Turn off all my devices. So there's a massive spy balloon floating over the U.S. They first spotted it over Montana, and the president Joe Biden has now decided against using any sort of military operations, like shooting it down because of the risk to civilians. Still, uh, they insist that they what? continue to monitor it closely. The United States government has detected and is tracking. This is from NORAD, a high altitude surveillance balloon that is flying over the continental United States right now. They can't send like jets up there. They later said uh, the balloon does not present a military or physical threat to the people on the ground at this time. The balloon is currently traveling at an altitude well above commercial aircraft traffic so like 80 to 120,000 feet so it's way no, they up know there. something it's way up there even still the government um, knows something it's a it's a real primitive way of doing surveillance like they've been using balloons for a long time and uh the u.s says that they are quote confident that the balloon was sent by china uh the response from beijing came today with their um Minister of Foreign Affairs telling reporters that authorities are, quote, still gathering the facts about the balloon, adding that they hope all sides will handle this matter in a cool-headed manner. Bro, right? Top Gun and the boys up there. But the question is, why a balloon and why not just use your satellites? And so what they're saying is that, well, you use a balloon because you want people to see it. That the balloon significance that is really is, is really nothing. Yeah. It's just you send the balloon so they know you can send the balloon. Uh-huh. Right? Because what are you gonna send next? It's a flex. Big right? time. They like, want they I'm want up here. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they wanted to see how they would respond. Like, would yeah. they send like would Top Gun go up there and shoot a balloon? Mm-hmm. Right. And the answer to that now the Chinese know no is is no. Uh-huh. They will not shoot this is the shoot a balloon. Ultimate come at me, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you think this you- was a you think this was like a a test then? So if they won't come at us with jets, if they won't shoot us down, right. what would it take? Right. So that is going to keep pressing and pressing and pressing. So right? here's, here's what I just read. They say, quote, uh, it's possible that being spotted was the whole point. Yeah. China might be using the balloon to demonstrate that it has a sophisticated technology capability to penetrate U.S. airspace without risking serious escalation. In this regard, a balloon is a pretty ideal choice, they say. So what, they just ran over to Party City? <laughs> I was like, Dude, the biggest balloon the, balloon, the balloon is apparently the size of like three big buses. Oh, yeah. It's a wow. big balloon. A big yeah, balloon. Party City don't got that. Right? <laughs> like that's, like you're not getting that, you're not getting that in the back of the, in the, in the back of the, the truck. So right? what's, here's my question though now. Yeah. Is what's next? Yeah, I don't First, know. First it's a balloon. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to make a balloon, too, because it's just shaped like a regular balloon. Like, it looks like a hot air balloon, only giant. Is there a logo on it? No, there's no. no, no. It's a, I know. They missed a hell of a branding opportunity, Maureen. <laughs> they really they really did. Sponsorship? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Huawei. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bet MGM. Yeah. But what would you do? Like, if you knew that the Chinese were watching right now, like, I, 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 I would like to think that most people would stay indoors, but I think I'm wrong. And I think that most people would treat the balloon like they treat TikTok and, oh, and just yeah. do a dance underneath it. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It'll be the balloon dance. Or like when right. those Google trucks go by and you do silly things and you to do, get on. Yeah, exactly. I saw there was one tweet, somebody in Arkansas. Uh-oh. That uh, 
took a picture of themselves pointing their gun. <laughs> being like, oh, I'm ready. There's your answer. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. $6,000 on the line. Feel good. Let's you get you this good. money, Vito. Mocha, <laughs> your first word is right. Oh, man. Wrong. Incorrect. Ah. Uh, Vito, Did he say left? He said left. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, sorry, Vito. Uh, let's go through these just to see. Damn it. Okay? Yeah. Just to see. Uh, uh, Vito's second word was ladies. Dress. Incorrect. Vito said men. Oh. Vito's third. <laughs> Lady. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to say men's. Okay. <laughs> Vito's third word was answer. Question. No. What? Vito said response. You said. Come on, Vito. Okay. Vito's, Vito's fourth word was blue. Uh, white. Vito said pink. Oh. Oh, no. Vito's fifth word was lion. Tiger. Vito said king. (laughs) It wasn't meant to be, Vito. Sorry, bro. Oh, for for five, Vito. Have we ever had an O for five? No, never. Never. This is the first time. (laughs) Damn, Vito. (laughs) Enjoy your day, bro. Thank you so much for the opportunity, guys. All right, man, Later, take care. Uh, $7,000 is what you're playing for now on tomorrow's Matchy Matchy. Text win plus your name, the 925555. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. I've been trying to kidnap a cat in my backyard. What do you mean? Your cat or no, just a random? A random cat. He's a little tiny, super young, and so skittish, and like has just been like living outside. Like like those couple days we had was like minus thirty, mm-hmm. like just hanging out in the backyard, like nowhere to go. And you guys leave stuff? Like yeah, I feed it. I feed it hot, like warm water and food and all this other stuff to just to keep it going. No, like I have to step away, and then I'm just trying to catch it, right? Mm-hmm. And then didn't you like a few years ago? Didn't you take like um like a Rubbermaid bin? And build like a warm shelter. I, I did for this. I did for another one. <laughs> I've been I've been taking care of two cats in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. And Do you this, still have that bin? Uh, yeah, it's still out there. This one won't. Use, it's very terrified of going into things like mm. it knows. Right. The other one that I was taking care of, which I don't know where he went. I have no idea. Um, yeah, he was he was chill. He'd like go in it and like let you pet him and stuff like that. He was older, but this one's like real young and real little, mm-hmm. and it's just such a pain in the ass. I was and it's just your backyard? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I see the cat all, like when I'm driving around, I see the cat all over the place in the neighborhood, but she knows when the buffet opens. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. Rod's yeah, is open. Exactly. <laughs> She's come sniffing around the backyard. Yeah. But it's tough. It's hard, So what are you going to, have you thought, like, what are you going to do? Uh, if... Like if we this, get it, yeah, oh that, my my cat becomes yours. my brother's cat passed away recently, so oh. so we'll probably they'll probably look after it if I uh, if I manage to to kidnap it. Um, maybe maybe you need to fix up the the little condo unit that you made for the other cats. Maybe yeah. this one knows. Yeah, I might right? like, I know maybe we should hang some pictures or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you gotta spice it up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Maybe I should. Like, mm. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, believe me, I spice it up enough. <laughs> like right? what's in there right now? Like, well, it's it's lined. Mm-hmm. It's covered in plastic. Yeah. There's like a a, a, a raised thing, so wa- so if water even does get in, it won't wet the towel that I put in there. Like it's a, like I worked a lot on this thing. It sounds like a trap. Well, no, I know it sounds like a trap. And guess what? It looks like a trap. <laughs> That's why the cat is super suspect. Yes. Not going to fool me. No. I may be one month old, but Please. I know enough. I know. Really, really does. No, it's hard, though. It's hard to catch a cat. Oh, my God. It's such a pain in the ass. Two hours I spent yesterday. Two hours? Two hours in total. Yeah, I spent yesterday trying to catch a cat sitting in the backyard. Throwing food at it, getting it to come closer, feeding it off a stick, moving it co- towards the cat carrier. Um, just wet food. Mm. Just like cat food. Yeah. Do your other cats like stand at the window? Yeah, they're like, like, yo, what's going on, man? Yeah, why are you giving that cat? Why are you that stranger our stuff? That's my food. <laughs> what am I supposed to eat? Tonight? Yeah, they don't they don't oh, they hate. No, they don't enjoy the process. Oh, they don't enjoy the process <laughs> at all. You know, like those shows on TLC where I was always like trying to catch a cheater, yeah. right? My cats are like, We see you. <laughs> This is glass. We're not that stupid. She's not even that cute. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. She's young. It's appealing. Yeah, it's tough, though. Love that one. (laughs) It's so tough. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Let me play this for you. Yeah, please. Everybody in this room watched on Netflix, You People with Lauren London and Jonah Hill and Neil Long and, of course, Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. So one of the guys who had a very small role in the movie, um, his name is Andrew Schultz. Who was he in the movie? I don't know. Oh. Small role. (laughs) Who was he, show? I can't hear you. Sorry. Um, He was um, one of the uh, Jonah Hill's friends at the bachelor party. Oh, oh gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, cool. Insignificant. Mm-hmm. Not insignificant. Not yeah, to yeah. diminish what he does. No, but no, no. He you. wasn't like a major right. key player right. in the movie, right? Just did a lot of fake cocaine. So, yeah. So he was uh, on the Brilliant Idiots podcast uh, with Charlemagne the God and talking about the scene at the very end when Jonah Hill and Lauren London go in for a kiss. Okay. Spoiler alert, at the wedding. Gotcha. Listen to what Andrew Schultz says about that scene. No, you know it's funny, yo. There's a hilarious thing. The la- I don't know if you know if I should share, that, but uh, the final scene, they don't even kiss. It's CGI. Get the swear out of to God, son. How's it CGI? I'm there. I'm watching the wedding, and I see them go in for the kiss, and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how they're gonna play that in the movie. Oh, they're probably just gonna cut right there. But the movie, you could see their faces come close, wow. and then you could see their faces morph a little bit wow. into a fake kiss. So I have the scene here. But why? That's my question. Oh, he doesn't say why? He doesn't say why. Oh, for God's sake. Because they transition into like, they just start talking about other stuff. But here's the last scene. Here's Lauren London and yeah. Jonah Hill in okay, You People. On. Ready? Yeah. So just watch their mouths, their faces, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then it's kind of like masked with the flower petals that are that are falling down, right? So you don't and it's so quick, you don't even see it. So who didn't want to kiss who? Like in the movie when they were filming. Lauren London didn't want to kiss Jonah Hill, or Jonah Hill didn't want to kiss Lauren London. I'm gonna say it's the first one. 
Who would have a no kiss or who's uh, who's Jonah Hill married to? Anybody know? Somebody famous? Uh, see. I didn't think Jonah Hill was married. I mean, even still, it's a movie. Who's she married to? Anybody famous? Nobody. Nobody? And it's wild. When you type in Jonah Hill married, he says married his cousin is the person that comes up. So oh, no. Damn. Yeah. Awkward. Um, <laughs> who's she married to? Somebody who wouldn't like this? No. Well, she was married to Nipsey Hussle before he was killed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I don't right, know right, if... right. But she's not with anybody now. She's not with any as far as yeah, that's what the public knows. See, to me, that seems like a director's choice to do because maybe they worried about the sort of CGI of all, like, the confetti falling and, and all this stuff, or, like, that seems like a director's choice as yeah. opposed to, or maybe they planned on exactly what the guy in the interview said, where they were just going to, like, cut beforehand, or they had other plans. Mm-hmm. Maybe the movie ended a completely different way, and then they were like, no, they changed it at the end, and then they were like, well, we have to make them kiss. We can't get everybody back together, so CG it. Which yeah. is weird. Now that I see it, now that you they, point it out, you can't unsee it's weird. It. Yeah, it looks very weird. It's weird because his like his beard sort of disappears as her face comes in. It's just like yeah. it's like they become one. They become one. It's like uh-huh. the, like they they morphed pixels together yeah. so, to get them to kiss. If you watch uh, you people, the very last scene, or if you've seen it already, uh, look out God, for that's weird. when Lauren London and Jonah Hill go to kiss. That kiss is actually CGI. That's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's the most you've ever spent at a casino? Like, are you talking about on one hand or just in total in a... In In a a trip. In a trip? Like maybe two grand? Two grand. Three grand maybe? Yeah. Shem, do you gamble? Yeah, a little bit. When I I used to go to Vegas, like, God, like four or five times a year. Um, Wow. I'm going to say about 600 bucks, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah not, not, not nothing crazy. Yeah, maybe two grand. I'm going to say two grand. You ever been to Vegas, Maury? Yeah, that's where I proposed to my husband. On but stage did you gamble, there. though? Absolutely. You did? How much did you spend? Uh, the most I've ever spent at any casino is like 100, 150 bucks. So the question always comes up, how do you get high roller status, right? Oh, yeah. Because it used to just be like you look the part, like swingers, right? Ah. Like you got to look the part. You got to make a couple big bets while the pit boss is looking at you, everything uh-huh. else. But now it's all like algorithms and your your club card and, totally. and all this stuff. So there was a gambler who talked about how he got status at the Cosmopolitan in, in Vegas. Oh. Talk to me. Okay. So according to this professional gambler, um, if you want high roller status at a casino, free rooms, free food, free booze, access to the VIP lounge, here's how he did it. First off, he spent several hours at the $5 slot machines. Okay. Several hours at the $5 slot machines. Then he took his winnings from the $5 slot machines and played two hours at the $25 slot machines. I didn't know there was a such thing, guys. Yes, there is. $25 slots? So he got gold status just from doing that. What does that get Okay, you? so free food, free room, free drinks. Okay, okay? yeah. They keep, that's how they keep you in the casino. Yes, so he wound up spending, he says, $66,000 on slots for the rest of the year. Oh. Oh my God, yeah. Okay, with a $2,200 profit. So at the end of it, he was up two grand. Oh 
Okay. Okay. That's a lot of work for two grand. You have grand. to have the money to front them. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, that got him platinum status with limo rides to and from the airport, oh. VIP lounge access at oh. the casino, and free suites. Oh. He said over the course of seven years yeah. at the Cosmo, he spent a grand total of $811,000 on slots oh and wound up with a net loss of just $34,000, but he estimates that he got $60,000 in free perks. That's a lot of time and a lot of money. In my opinion, not worth it. Right? So he, But, like, you have to love casinos. You have to love Vegas. Like, yes. you have to love that life. Yes. So he, he went through $811,000 on slot machines no. to get with a, when he lost 34,000, but he got 60,000. So basically in order to get $30,000 in like limo rides and hotels and free meals and booze, he had to put $811,000 into slot machines oh in a year. <laughs> So that's how you do it, right? <laughs> Thanks for the hot tip. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I watched uh, Poker Face last night. What? You ever seen that? Show? You ever see, heard about this show? No. The um, God, what's that girl's from? Uh, Orange is the New Black. I love her. She's in Russian Doll. Oh, Natasha. Um, Leon. Natasha Leon. It's her. Yeah. It's the new Ryan Johnson show. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like, and I'm going to sound old, but this is not me saying this. I'm like quoting from Yourself. people who built the show. Okay. It's sort of like Columbo. Oh <laughs> okay. What the hell is a Columbo? Okay. It's like, it, it's, it's a, it, um, so it's like a detective show, only she's not a detective, right? So each episode is her like solving a crime mm -hmm. on a road trip through like, like southern u.s states because she's on the run and her thing is first of all she's a huge skid who like worked at a casino and everything else mm -hmm. but her thing is she just has this ability to tell when people are lying so each episode it's like a superpower or just no instinct? just instinct oh. right she can read people so she can so tell when people so are happens lying happens that she's traveling through the states yes and she by chance comes across a liar no, but every episode is like a murder. So every episode, the first like 20 minutes of the episode or 15 minutes of the episode, like somebody gets killed or something happens. And then they start the episode back at the beginning, but from her point of view. And then mm. she sort of solves the case. But with she's not local, a cop. With the local police? No, she's not a cop at all. She just confronts people. Oh. <laughs> and then she gets in her car and leaves. Yeah, I get it. But it's awesome. The show is so really? good. It's so watchable. I would find it very suspicious. Like, she would be suspect number one if all these states that she's driving through, all of a sudden, like, a crime happens and she has some sort of contact with the person who uh, did the crime. Uh, all right. Well, it's, listen, I mean, it's, you know, there's, uh, like, somebody falls off, falls, quote unquote, off a roof at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, New Mexico. Oh, yeah, because she's on the run. <laughs> it's a great show, though. Is it? Yeah, it's like my new favorite show. Huh. Yeah. Where's it on? Where's it on? It's like City TV. I don't know. I just talked into my thing, and I'm like, yo, show me this. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you do that, right? Yeah. You're talking to the remote. Yeah, when you're talking to the remote. Yeah. Did yours do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> For years. I didn't know. <laughs> you just figured that out this weekend? <laughs> oh, come on. Did you really? <laughs>
Yeah, no, but it's city. It's the, it's on the city TV thing up here. I don't know. It's just you talking to you, show me the thing into your remote, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it'll and then it'll show it to you, right? Uh-huh. Just go show me that thing Roz was talking about, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it'll, it'll pop up like it'll it will, yeah, it will. It's also on Prime. Yeah, <laughs> it's also is it on Prime? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah, but I have like so many. I talk in like sometimes I do. I have two remotes, right? So I, sometimes I push them both. You double the, fist. I, yeah, I double fist no. it. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make sure, right? Where I'm like. So which options show up then? What's that? Why sometimes you, it'll switch. Why do you have to talk into two remotes? Because I have a Fire Stick and then I have cable television, uh-huh. right? And then so sometimes so to I'll, save time. So just to save time, and then it'll like one will override the other one. Like it's pretty cool in my house. Like the tech I have. <laughs> You guys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I go into my remote and I'm like, "What's that thing called?" <laughs> it's like, and it not, just it says nothing, like I can't help you. And then I have to give it more detail. I'm uh-huh. like, "What's that thing called that I said I wanted to watch earlier?" <laughs> 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 I tried to click on no joke, no joke, no joke. I went into my remote because I started a show. Uh-huh. And I forgot what I was watching because I fell asleep. Yeah. I went into my remote, I pressed the microphone, and I went, what was I watching yesterday? No. Yeah. And did it show you? No. no of course not. Of course not. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Emily. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, Mocha. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Uh, Emily texted this. I listen to the show every day. I'm out on the East Coast. I'd love to get on the show sometime. I know you're all busy, so I understand. I still listen every day for years. You've all made such a a positive impact on my life. Thank you for what you do every day. Uh, Thank you for that text, Emily. Where on the East Coast are you? Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm actually in uh, New Brunswick over in Moncton. Yeah. Beautiful. What took you out to New Brunswick? Or is that where you're from originally? Yeah, that's where I'm from. Exactly. And, um... Yeah, can I tell you how I found you guys? Absolutely. All right, so it was about probably 10 or 11 years ago. Um, I actually grew up living with my grandfather who listened to a lot of radio. And he listened a lot to the Golden Oldies. But I would come home often and he'd be listening to my music. And I'd be like, what's going on? And then you guys would come on the radio. And I'd be like, oh my goodness, Like these guys are so funny. And so then I found you and I had to go on a bus trip a couple years later and I found the podcast and ever since then I just listened every year and honestly you both have made such a big impact on my life and got me through so much in the last 10 12 years oh, so I really, really appreciate it yeah. so your your grandfather listened to the Raza Mocha show <laughs> yeah and that's actually, amazing you know, he was sick and he's better now he's um he's not sick anymore but I think you both also made a big impact on him too because you were so funny and it just was a light Aww. time of the day. So wow. yeah, for sure. Well, that's yeah. that's like really incredible. Um, yeah. So when you say that the show has like helped you through some you know times, we've heard that uh, like uh, like so often when we talk to when we talk to people, and it's always interesting what people use this show for because people do use it for a whole bunch of different things. Um, but is this now something that, you know, is kind of there for you when you have a crap day? Like, do you use it that Uh, way? 
a hundred percent. Every morning, every morning I look forward to turning on the show when I get up. Yeah. Um, I listen to it while I'm getting ready. Um, and it's just, it, it makes me feel so much better. I, I look forward to it every day. Aww. Yes. Yeah. Uh, does yeah. your grandfather still <laughs> listen to the show? I think so. Yeah. No, oh. he's, he's doing better too. I always go over uh, sometimes and I'm like, you listen to Rose and Mocha still, and yeah, so Aww. yeah, no. <laughs> well, let's give him a shout out. Like, what's his name? His name's uh, Richard. All right, Richard what? Richard Ward. All right, Richard Ward. Shout out to you. Thank you for introducing Emily to the Rose yeah. and Mocha show, who is now a big fan. Sending you, Richard, uh, a ton of love, man, and and hope everything is well. Oh, thank you, Mocha. That means a lot. That Aww. means a lot. So, yeah. uh, Emily, you know then that. In the years of listening to the show, we're going to ask you what we ask everyone. Between Raza Mocha, Emily, who is your favorite? Oh, this one. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that. Um, I, I got to say Raz. If you say it's uh, because Roz. I remind you of your grandfather, I'm going to hang up on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love listening to both of you. You're both awesome. Raz, you're so well-rounded. You're down to earth. I know you are too, Mocha. It's just you really resonated with me a lot, Roz. I listened to your book. I loved it. And even though you lick your phone to clean it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we collectively all come to the agreement that referring to somebody as well-rounded uh-huh. doesn't feel as good as the intent is? <laughs> you know, like... Like what? Like, like you I shouldn't know, have had those like, extra chicken wings I, last yes, week? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I understand what well-rounded uh, means, but when it's the winter months and, you know, I drive over a bumpy road and I realize how well-rounded I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> no, but no. I'm glad you know what I mean. All I right. always do the best. So. You're the best. Yeah, no. <laughs> Emily, getting to share this time with you and uh, getting to, to, to share time together every single day, even though you are in uh, New Brunswick, means yeah. the entire world to us. You mean the world to us. Your grandfather, Richard, means the world to us. Thank you uh, for all your support. Thank you. I love both of you, and it means a lot that you made took the time to call me. That's uh, so awesome, and I look forward to listening to you both every day. Thank you, Shem, too. You're the best. Thanks, Emily. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Season two of Carnival Row hits prime on uh, February 17th, starring Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne. Is it Kara or Kara? Kara. I've heard it said both. It's Kara Delevingne? I want to make sure. I think it's, I, I honestly think, I, right. I think it's a location thing. I think it's a Canadian-American thing. It's mm. like Mazda Mazda. So Not that Kara. she's like a Mazda or Mazda, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but Kara, Kara, pasta, pasta. Uh, so Kara Delevingne, she plays a fairy, by the way, in this season of Carnival Row. Like, she's got the wings and everything. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never watched Carnival Row... We'll have Cara Delevingne, who talked to Dammit Maury, describe what the show is. For those that haven't had a chance to see it, how would you, how do you describe this show and explain the show to ensure people tune in? An incredibly realistic fantasy world, which in you really escape into it. But the funny part is if you escape into a place, which again, it sucks you in. It's a world in a world of just, just these incredible creatures, a lot of which are were real, you know, in terms of, in front of us, in terms of prosthetics. Um, but it's just a beautiful, 
way to kind of have a commentary on social issues in terms of everything that it talks about. Um, but also it's adventure, it's romance, it's conflict, it's drama, it's love. It's all of the things, you know, it's not comedy for sure. It's not a funny show, but my God, it's like doing it was very funny. Um, but it's really, you learn a lot and I think it, it starts conversations and it's an interesting way um, to talk about what's happening in the world. And then Orlando Bloom is like a detective, right? Because all these murders start happening and he's got to figure out, obviously, yeah. who done it. I like Orlando Bloom a lot. Yeah, he's oh, good. He's good in the show, too. Is, is he? he? Oh, yeah. Did you watch the whole season? Like, did you get an advance on the whole season? I got, season? like, a few episodes, and it's mm -hmm. actually really good. Like, it's really well shot, and she's gorgeous in this. It sort of looks, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the aesthetic of the show with, like, what they're wearing and stuff like that sort of reminds me a little bit of, like, the... Sherlock Holmes times? Sherlock Holmes times, but also the the spinoff. What was the, the Harry Potter spinoff that I liked a lot? What was that movie called? The one with the guy? Come on. You know what I mean? The guy with the briefcase. Nobody say anything. And Keep he going. had the and he had all the animals in it. Like he took care of the animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. What's that one called? You want me to tell going. you? Yeah. Fantastic Beasts? Yes, thank you. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. The, the aesthetic <laughs> reminds me a lot of Fantastic Beasts, which I loved. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, Damon Moore talking to Cara Delevingne about uh, season two of Carnival Row. There are a lot of fans for this show. Fans love this show. What is the biggest question that you're getting going into season two that you would love to help the fans out with? Um, I guess the biggest question is like, what, what are people expecting? Um, I loved this season, especially for my character, because she really came into her own. Um, she really stood into being a leader. It's a lot darker because uh, there's a lot more to fight for. You know, at this point, she's been fighting for freedom and now she's trapped in so many ways. They're all trapped. They're you know, sequestered to the row and, um, you know, segregated there. And it's just like a really dark time. So she kind of has to get into that darkness to like get out, um, which is really exciting and fun. And yeah, I guess it's like all of the things I wanted to do in terms of do with vignettes. Because it's just her, but magnified. You know, when you're crushed, you either make a diamond or you die. <laughs> you turn into more dust. But, yeah. uh, one thing, Roz, that Our you Shandy. have in common with Cara Delevingne. Yeah. That people love your feet. Fantastic eyebrows? No. Oh, feet. Your yes. feet are featured on some foot fetish website. I don't know what that is. But, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Cara Delevingne. It's like one step further. Okay. Listen to this. Can I just say, before we begin yeah. talking about Carnival Row, I have to say, I just learned that there is an Instagram account, a fan account about your feet called Cara's Long Toes. And you sent them something about that. And you sent them pictures. You helping out your foot Instagram. Yeah. 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 I sent them an x-ray of my feet. So they're my toes are abnormally long. My metacarpals, tarsals, one of them. They're very long. Very long time. <laughs> you know, I thought I would just give him a little content. <laughs> I can see you going to uh, Google on right now. now. Yes. To see what Cara Delevingne's toes look like. Because apparently they are long. very, very long. Cara Delevingne feet. Google images. Yes, I'm on it. Hold and on what do you see? Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Like very long? Yeah. Like hands? She can do, you know when you clasp your hands in front, like yeah. when you interlock your fingers? Like you're praying? Yeah, she can do that with her toes. No, she can't. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, guys. I am so down. <laughs> that is Cara Delevingne. Uh, season two of Carnival Row is on Prime Friday, Feb 17th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Eva. It's Razamoka. How are you? Hi. What's going on? This weekend was my birthday, so I just wanted to talk to you because, like, uh, for, like, three years in a row, I've called you for my birthday. Oh, <laughs> well, happy belated birthday. How old did you turn? Eleven. 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 Were That's you looking forward cute. to turning eleven? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah? What oh. were you looking forward to the most? Did you think that it was going to be different from being ten? Not really. I just feel like... It just, like, feels better to, like, get one age, like, up. Is there anything uh, that you learned when you were 10? Not really. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 10 wasn't any different from 9, huh? When I turned 10, I, I, like, started rotary at my school, but that's pretty oh, much it. Perfect. Now, was there anything that, like, because I know kids, you have to go through these stages when you're a kid, right? And, like, oftentimes your parents will say, no, you can't do that until you're 10. Or maybe you can do that, like, next year, but you're still a little bit too young. Is there anything that you're looking forward to doing at 11 that maybe you couldn't do at 10? Maybe like staying home alone more. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a big step. Yeah. Have you talked to your parents about that? Well, I have stayed home alone like a few times, but like not a lot. Not a lot. Like what's what's not a lot? How much time are we talking here? Like maybe like five times. What do you do? What, What do you do? Like you just sit and watch Netflix? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of snacks, Netflix. You just want to be home alone longer so you can just have more snacks and watch more Netflix. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what every 11-year-old girl wants. Well, you sound uh, like a good kid, Eva. (laughs) And thank you for listening to the Razamoka Show. (laughs) Thank you for calling in. Happy belated birthday. Before we let you go, between Razamoka, who is your favorite? Mocha. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Love you lots, Eva. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Everyone's Twitter is back to normal. Instagram is back to oh, normal. Why? Facebook is back what to normal. What happened? Uh, the McDonald's app is back to normal. What happened? <laughs> there were like uh, outages all over the place yesterday. Oh, yeah? It was so frustrating. It, See, I don't sorry, it was what? So frustrating. It was so what? frustrating? What the hell does sofa-strating mean? It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Sofa-strating. <laughs> What's that? What does that mean? They sell that at Leon's? <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Leon's? It was so frustrating. Sofa. Sofa-strating. Really annoying is what it was. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was very frustrating for me yesterday. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> no, not using oh, those words. <laughs> I was trying to upload videos and they wouldn't go. Yeah. Um, so it happened at around, I think, 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Users were getting messages that said, quote, you are over the daily limit for sending tweets or just regular error messages. Uh, some people said that they were still able to publish tweets using like an outside scheduling app. That was the only gotcha. thing that could bypass just going into Twitter, 
the app and typing out yourself. But then right. if it went, it got no traction. Well, yeah, because people couldn't see anything. Exactly. But right. how would you know the difference, Mara? Damn. So, <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> Talk about so frustrating. Uh, some users were also unable to see their messages, and others noticed that only verified accounts showed up in their feed. Uh-oh. So here's what happened. Okay. If you don't know. Earlier yesterday, Twitter announced a new feature for Twitter Blue subscribers, mm-hmm. right? This is that premium Twitter that you got to pay for. <laughs> sure, yeah. That lets them tweet up to 4,000 characters. Do you remember when Elon Musk oh, yeah. took over and he was like, hey, I'm going to open it up so that, you know, you 4, get... 4,000 characters? Yeah, you get more character space. Book. Is it a, but it's a drop down, right? Like it doesn't it show up in your feed. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to click on the right? tweet and then uh, okay, it opens, okay, right? Okay, okay. Um, so... I guess that's what they ended up pushing out, and it crashed the entire thing. Oh, right. So then shortly after, Elon Musk sent out a, uh, an email to all the employees that says, quote, please pause for now on new feature development in favor of maximizing system stability and robustness, especially with the Super Bowl coming up. Wow, so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> And there's this website that you could go to uh, that shows you uh, other, like, websites, apps, stuff like that that have um, downage. Is that why you said the McDonald's app? Yes, because for some strange reason, the McDonald's the app McDonald's was down app too. App was down because all the people eating their feelings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was so frustrating. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Becca. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell everyone why you're here. So, how do you handle a super sad news secret that also might not be true? Oh, wow. Okay, you wrote this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My fiancé's stepdad told us in the end of November that he has cancer. Now, he only told my fiancé this and has neglected to tell the rest of his kids. He said he doesn't want treatment, uh, and every day I ask my fiancé if she's going to tell her siblings uh, because they need to know. I asked her the other day, and she said that her dad said he doesn't have the results yet. Well, he did tell us that he has cancer before, but now he's not sure. I don't know what to do. My fiance hates talking about it and gets upset when I ask her about it, but I feel so guilty going over to her mom's house while her dad's there and nobody knows he has cancer if it's true. So he went to get testing done and doesn't know. Oh, you don't even know if he went to get testing done. So how is he saying that he's still waiting for the results? This is where I'm very confused. Like he says, he texts her, she goes, my stepdad has cancer and I go oh my god and like you know we're talking about it I'm getting really upset and so I don't ask her anything because it's emotional the next day I go okay um so what has he had done like when is he going to start treatment and she goes oh he's not doing it and I go well why not and he she goes well I don't know he doesn't want to and he's not going to tell the rest of my siblings I said excuse me because she has more than like two siblings she has about like six Mm -hmm. so then another two weeks later I ask I say hey so like you need to start telling them because this isn't fair because 
personally for me and before I met my fiance in 2018, my dad got diagnosed with lung cancer Mm -hmm. and we went through the exact same thing. We were told he was going to die. So we prepared for his death. So I'm literally going over all the time, not knowing what's going up. So two weeks after everything, I asked her, I say, so when are you telling them? And she goes, well, he's going for the test. I said, wait, so, so he didn't even go for the test yet. She goes, well, no. I said, so how does he know he has it? And she says, well, he has spots all over. I said, okay, so why hasn't he gone to get a biopsy? She says, yeah, he's going to get one. I said, okay, you need to go with him when he gets the result. What kind of cancer does he think he has? Lung cancer. Gotcha. So is this one of those things that where maybe he's been seeing a doctor and based on what the doctor's telling him, he's then going to Google to figure out what he may have and stumbled across all these lead to the road of cancer. And then he's making that assumption right now before actually going through with any type of testing. Because I would think that like, if he's already seeing a doctor, wouldn't a doctor recommend getting a biopsy and like booking it right away? Well, that's what I mean because when my dad had cancer and I'm being very serious, when he got diagnosed in 2018, he went to the hospital two days before Halloween in October, Mm -hmm. two weeks by November 9th, he got the results back that he had cancer. Mm-hmm. But Becca, mm-hmm. if you've been through this before, right? And if you, your fiance knows that you've been through this before and in talking to us, you know what the steps are. Is she not like ask you to maybe talk to her dad or like help figure this out for everyone to kind of move forward and get results? No, because she says to me every time I ask, quote, it's not my responsibility because another kicker is that apparently her mom knows. Oh, And her mom hasn't said anything either. Yeah, so oftentimes when people hide things like cancer, most times it's men. They do it for a whole bunch of different reasons. There's They don't want people to look at them differently. They're used to sort of being the sort of patriarchal figure of a family. Mm-hmm. They don't want to burden people. They don't want to have conversations about lifestyle choices. They don't want to be made to feel that it was their fault and that they've let people down. De- like they don't want – people hide cancers for all sorts of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can't hide it anymore is when it physically changes you, when you start dropping pounds and – you know, you're going through treatments, you know, people will find out. Um, But there are many people who choose to live the early stages of cancer um, in oblivion uh, because they, as soon as it's out there, it's real. And then people stop treating them normally. And what happens to people when you're dying is they will do everything they can to hang on to those moments where people are still treating them like their dad and that there's nothing wrong. And I can't blame somebody for that. And if somebody in the family knows, it's not that they know because he trusted them enough to say something and it's not their job to blow a secret. Yeah, maybe he already knows like every information, every bit of information that you're trying to get out of your fiance and he's just not telling her or the other siblings, right? Yeah. that, that For those reasons that Roz just gave. No, 100%. So maybe you have to lay off. Not saying that you're being aggressive, like in a in a rude way, but um, maybe you just have to let, I guess, the dad figure it out with you know his family, his kids, right? Now, if he's and now he it, wants to proceed with the with the information, and if there's stuff that can be done, like if chemo and radiation and all this other stuff will give him a shot, that is when somebody in the family needs to sort of convince him that in a situation where you have cancer or any other sort of illness, you need, you have a responsibility to yourself to exhaust all options, right? And you can't just sit around and die. 
And that is what the conversation needs to needs to be. But at this stage right now, if he's just wanting, uh, you know, a couple days where people don't look at him like he's, you know, dying, you got to give that to him. And it's not your place to, to tell anybody. He trusted. He trusted your fiance enough to tell her. And that's that is fair. It's the only thing I am going to say is that um, around Christmas time, there was a noticeable difference because I noticed it and my fiance said it to me. Yeah. Um, he had lost an insane amount of weight and his hair was falling out because he yeah. pulled my fiance aside and told her that. So maybe he's, maybe he's told other people and just, he's literally sworn everybody to secrecy just so you all don't talk about it. Mm. It could be, it very well could be because like, I don't know if they said there's no hope for the treatment, but like yeah. I, I, my thing is, is that I want them, him to do treatment because with my dad, they told my dad there was no chance he was going to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally said he's going to die. And then he's alive now. Like he, they removed his lung. I know that your dad went through this, right? And yeah. you guys kicked his ass and, and he did the right thing. Right. But this is a different guy. And, and, and any conversation that is had needs to be between your fiance and him. Fair enough. That's true. Do it on do it on his level, whatever he's comfortable with. <laughs> and let your fiance come to you. All right, just yeah. wait for that moment. Okay, thank you yeah. so much. Okay, I okay, okay it. Becca, you take care. You take care. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.